The anonymous landlord is more than just making profit from property. It's a system of automation and a strategy which will shape the way you invest in property forever. It's a quality of life, it's a way of life. It's a business mindset. The anonymous landlord will make loads of money from property and continue to grow wealth and assets without giving up time or energy or life. Because what's the point in making a load of money from property if you've got no time or energy to enjoy it? My name's Tom Sone, and this is The Anonymous Landlord. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's Tom Sone again here. And today, I'm going to give you the three R's which will help you find a good buy-to-let property. In fact, these will help you invest in property well in any property investment strategy. And the reason I'm doing this is because I want to help you get good buy-to-let properties and avoid risky ones. And I'm not sure how this is going to go. When I was putting together the notes for this what this episode, I I kind of started ranting, but in my notes. So this is going to be a lot of information that will help you find the right, good buy-to-let properties, avoid the risky ones, and help you with the right strategy so that you can build wealth and cash flow through property investing. So um, I'm going to get started straight away. And, and the first part of all of this is some cracking advice that I got from Tiger Woods himself. All right, Tiger Wood didn't actually give me this advice personally, but I heard him say it. And that advice is keep it simple, stupid. Now, I've just done a podcast episode on that piece of advice and how you can keep it simple. But I'm telling you this because, as you probably know by now, I really like good, safe, secure, reliable, profitable property investments. Thank you. Um, And the way I get that is by working out the three R's of a good property investment. And those are return, risk, reliability. That is return, risk, and reliability. And those three things can actually be calculated into numbers. It's brilliant. And I do this for every single property that I buy. I do this for every property that my clients buy, or I help my clients work this out for themselves. Um, Any property that my clients buy through my property broker, which, by the way, as you probably know by now, but that property broker works with sourcing agents and estate agents all around the UK uh, to find off-market property investments. So with every single one of those property investments, I go through the three R's myself. I do my own due diligence myself and I work it all out um, and or I help my clients do their own due diligence. And also, if you listen to my my podcast or my YouTube channel or you've been on any of my workshops and webinars, you probably hear me talk about safe, reliable, profitable property investments or building a portfolio that's safe, reliable and profitable. Well, it sounds really weird, but I don't really like high profit potential. I get offered those sorts of deals all the time. All those deals that are, you know, you can make loads and loads and loads of profit, 
But normally that high profit comes with high risk. It comes with uncertainty. You're risking your money much more so. And it's normally with those really high, high reward property investments or any investments, actually, they're normally more intense on my time and my energy um, could probably have an effect on my mental health. And I don't mean stress and anxiety. I mean, just just cause a little bit of hassle up here. Just cause a little bit of mental degradation at certain points in certain property investments. And you know my philosophy. What's the point in making money on property if you're giving up your time, you're giving up your energy, you're sacrificing your brain? You'd never go to a shop and buy stress. <laughs> You'd never go to a shop and buy less energy or less time. Never. You'd never go and invest in the stock market and then spend your time working at the companies that you've invested in for free to try and help them make more money. You just wouldn't do that. But for some reason, I see a lot of property investors and landlords invest in property and then spend their time working on the properties that they've invested in. I find that really peculiar. But anyway, that's why I like safe, reliable, profitable property investments. So again, I'm not sure how this whole episode and presentation is going to go. Um, I just threw down a load of notes on this one. So if you listen carefully, there is some really good advice in here on how you can get the right properties, the right buy-to-let properties that are safe, reliable, profitable. That's the key. Using the three R's. And I've put them into three R's because I think sometimes that's a bit more memorable for people. If you're looking at a property investment opportunity right now, I think three R's is easier to remember. And those three R's, again, risk, reliability, return. So risk is when you calculate the worst case scenario and you put a number on it. And with the risk, you're working out the longevity of this property investment. You're working out the cash requirement, but also protection for your cash, protection for your investment so that you don't lose it. And the safety, risk is all about safety. And you can calculate those things. You can put numbers on them. You can use my formulas and spreadsheets. You can use your own. But what I'm trying to get to here is you calculate the risk. And then reliability is the second R. And what you're trying to build is a property investment portfolio, or even if you're just buying one property investment, that doesn't depend on you, doesn't rely on you. It's a reliable property investment that I can rely on, not that relies on me. That's what reliability is in your property investment. Like I say, you don't want to have a property investment or any investment that's totally dependent on you. That's not really a good investment in my eyes. Some maybe think it is, but I think it's not that good a property investment. And the third R is return. And that's all about your cash flow, your appreciation, your profit. And again, it doesn't matter which pot that's in. It doesn't matter whether it's in your, you know, the cash is in your bank, it's in your property, it's in your investment, it's in your pocket, or it doesn't matter. 
It's all in an account. I call them accounts. So I have a bank account. I have a savings account. I have an ISA. I have a property. That's an account. I have equity. That's an account. All of those different things are accounts. So it doesn't matter what account my cash is in. It's in my account. I don't mind which area it is. And I don't spend any of my property money. I keep it all. I compound it. I keep growing it. I keep reinvesting it. So it doesn't matter whether I've got um, £20,000 in equity or £20,000 in my bank account or £20,000 in another place. It's all in my account. So that's your return. And look, you know, you know me by now. I hate high profit potential because it's always risky. I'm always being offered financial freedom in 12 months or you can invest in property with no money or you can get rich in 30 days through property. Now, I'm not saying those things don't work. I'm just saying they're not for me. I'm not a high risk guy. I like safe, reliable, profitable property investments. Yeah, I could probably make more money from a property investment. I could probably make more profit, but I also could not. And my view is why risk? Why take that massive risk on maybe I'll get more money? And my view of that is that it's better to have a 90% chance of making a 10% profit than it is taking a 10% chance of making a 90% profit. What do you think? I definitely think that it's worth not <laughs> investing in something that's got a 10% chance of making 90% profit. Now, again, you can, you can apply maths to that and work out what is the best investment strategy for you. And by the way, please pop a comment below and tell me whether you prefer the higher risk stuff like the serviced accommodation, HMOs, that sort of stuff, or you prefer good, safe, reliable buy-to-let properties or flip-to-let properties. Let me know what, what you do below, what you prefer. Or if you're just getting into property investing, what seems more appealing to you? I'm really curious to know that. But anyway, I'm not saying that these higher risk, higher reward strategies don't work. They absolutely do. I'm just saying they're not for me. And I'm also saying that there is no top investor in the world that rushes into inv an investment to make money fast. There's no top property investor that tries to get profit from day one or expects profit from day one. I hear so many, I hear so many investors turn their noses up at property investments because they're thinking about the next three months instead of the next three years. And it's like I said earlier on, it doesn't matter where your cash is. It doesn't matter what cash account your money is in. Equity, cash flow, bank account, rent income. It's all yours. It's all your cash. So I always think of it in the next three years. What's my house going to be in the next couple of years? What's, this going to, what's it going to be worth in the next couple of years? Who knows? Like I'll give you an example. My uh, property broker just offered an investor a property which would give her £20,000 of free equity free equity. Now that is £20,000. It might not be £20,000 in her bank account, but it's £20,000 in her property account. Does that make sense? It's equity. It's hers. She could sell that property at any time and get that £20,000 out. Anytime. 
So it doesn't matter where that profit is or where that cash is, it's in one of your accounts. And anyway, my property, my property broker offered this investor a property which would give her £20,000 of free equity in a really prime rental location. And her feedback was, uh, I was expecting a bit more than that. What? Okay, <laughs> fair enough. And do you know what? Funnily enough, that's just reminded me of another property investment that my property broker offered another um, investor landlord. And this one was a straight out buy to let. It was already tenanted and it was making about, I can't remember the exact number, but it was making about 11% cash yield already as we speak today. And that property was in the southeast. And you know how much property value goes up in the southeast and how fast it goes up. Well, this one was already making 11% cash yield. And it was in a really high growth area. And it already had £10,000 worth of free equity after she paid all the fees and stamp duty and all those things. And guess what? The feedback was, you know, it's not really enough of a discount for me. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, by the way, those two deals sold straight away to a very well-known local, top local investor, snapped them up straight away. And by the way, we did those deals about eight months ago, if I remember right. What's the month now? It's March. Yeah, it's probably about eight months ago. And they're both worth 20 grand more now than when this investor bought them eight months ago. <laughs> You know, what do you want? And this is why I say about thinking about three months time rather than three years time. You've got to think about what's going to happen over time in these properties, not can I get money now? That's not what investing is. That's gambling. That's what that's what, the perfect example of gambling. Invest money now to get money now is gambling. Investing, compounding, reinvesting, recompounding is investing. Look, I'm, I'm ranting on a bit there. And like I said, I'm not sure how this whole episode's going to go. There's tons of information to come. So if you can pick it out as I'm ranting it out, then great. Good on you. But I just threw down a load of notes in no particular order just to try and get all this information out of my head. Anyway, so look, the top investors, they, they invest, they compound, they reinvest and they repeat. It's as simple as that. And the top investors go for, um, they use the three R's. Of course they do. I invest my cash. I only buy safe, reliable, profitable investments. As you know, I compound my income. I take the profit, I reinvest it and I accumulate the appreciation. And that's the way to invest. Reinvest and repeat in safe, reliable, profitable properties. And cheers, John. John says he's just starting out and he's open to all at the moment. Yeah, that's absolutely the best place to be in, John. And I would say start off by building yourself a really solid base of secure profit through buy-to-lets and flip-to-lets, a really secure base of property. And then when you've got that secure income coming in and that secure appreciation coming in, then you can start taking some high risk stuff because you've got the money coming in. That's secure. Maybe set yourself a goal of I want to get a couple of grand a month coming in from safe, reliable property investments first so that I can rely on it. So I know that is there all the way, all the time. 
And then the additional cash that I get from that, I can start looking at serviced accommodation, HMO, rent to rent, rent to serviced accommodation, build to rent, build to sell, whatever. Um, but build that secure base first. That would be my best advice for you. And look, it's easy to get impatient. It really is. I get impatient. I've been doing this years. I've been in the property industry since I was 19, which is, oh, I don't know what I don't really want to say. 23 years ago now? Blimey. Um, but I've been doing this for a long time and I get impatient. I really do. I see an exciting property investment deal and it's easy for me to not bother with the three R's because I think it might be just too exciting. And then I pull myself back and I say, okay, calculate it, work it out. And I normally go back to my safe, reliable, profitable properties. And all the top business people, all the top uh, investors, uh, property investors, they took time to invest and grow. They took time to compound and reinvest and repeat. Co invest, compound, reinvest, repeat. That's a really good title for a workshop. I should remember that. Could someone write that down for me before I forget? Warren Buffett, for an example, he's probably one of the most famous property, uh, one of the most famous investors in our time. And he didn't get mega rich overnight. He just built, 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 reinvested, 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 compounded, compounded. And look at him now. His company's worth hundred and something billion pounds. He's worth hundred and something billion pounds. It's just the, the, the art is in growing and compounding. And yeah, look, these fast money strategies, they exist and they can work. Definitely can. I've seen them work. I've got a couple on the go now. Like I said, I've built myself a very secure, safe, reliable and profitable portfolio. And now I'm starting to take a couple of higher risks and to see how they go. But these faster money strategies, whilst they do exist and they can work, the success rate is lower. The risk is higher and the reliability is lower. And nobody ever, you see all these training courses, right? There's tons of training courses that tell you how to do uh, these high risk strategies, high reward, high risk. And um, nobody ever includes the cost of that training course in their investment. Do you ever notice that? They always say, you know, you spend, um, you, you know, these training courses show you that you can make tons of money from property with no money down, or you can make loads of money in three months, or you can do all of those things. All you've got to do is buy this training course. It's going to cost you five grand or 10 grand or whatever it is. And then you invest your time and your energy in the training course. And then you invest your time and energy in finding, sourcing, the conveyancing process, refurbishing, furnishing, managing those properties, and so on. So you spend all your time and energy in those things, all your money in the property training itself, all the money and the time in the property training. I don't think that's no money down. I'm pretty sure that no money down means no money down, not spend money and then spend time and energy. And it might work. It might not. No one ever includes that investment in their overall investment. I think you really should. If you're going to spend 10 grand on a course, then include that in the investment in your first property because that's a cost for that first property, right?
And look, remember this, you know my philosophy on this. There's no point making property, uh, making money from property if you've got no time, if you've got no energy, or you're sacrificing your mental health just to try and make a bit of extra profit. Now, I'm not saying don't do those training courses. Actually, some of them are really good, really good training courses. There are some really crap ones, but some of them are really good. So definitely do the training courses. But just remember that the investment is the investment. And there isn't really any way to get rich fast. Not really. Now, without risk anyway. And anything you spend in order to get a return on investment, whether that's a training course or cash in a property or cash in the stock market, anything you spend to get a return is an investment. So include, if you're going to you're gonna go and do an, um, a property investing training course and then go and buy a property, how much did the training course cost? It's part of your investment. Anyway, I veered off topic there. I told you I would. I knew I would. But like I say, I just threw a load of notes down on this one to get this information all out of my head. And there's a few more really good bits to go here. I'm going to try, if I can, to keep this below 30 minutes, um, which I think I will. So 10 minutes to go. Anyway, so I'm going to go back to buy-to-let property investment here. Because with buy-to-let property investing, if you buy correctly, if you carry out the right due diligence. And look, I've done loads of webinars and workshops about due diligence. And you calculate the three R's, the return, the risk, the reliability, and you will win. It's not a fast win. That's what you need to prepare yourself for. It's not a fast win, but it becomes a fast win later. And that's why whenever I do uh, strategy calls um, or discovery calls with my clients, You'll never hear me talk about quick wins. I don't recommend quick wins. And that's why I set out three-year, five-year, 10-year plans for my clients. I set out those strategies over normally five years. I like a good five-year plan. Those are the ones that when you start getting to that fifth year, you see your cash just ramping up so quickly and you're reinvesting so quickly. You're buying more and more properties because your cash, your appreciation, your refinancing is all going like this. And it gets so quick. You know, very soon I realize that I'm going to get to that stage where I'll be buying multiple properties. In some cases, I'll be buying a couple of properties a month. And that's good for me. I like that. And, and I can see that in actual numbers that that is happening. And that's why I. I steer towards long-term plans, buying good buy-to-let properties, good flip-to-let properties, rather than taking high risk with my money. Because as soon as I start risking that money, rather than compounding it and investing well, then I'll start having blips. Because my, my normal investment plan will be going like that. Whereas if I start risking, well, high risk is high risk. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. And in fact, I'd probably say it's it's a fairly strong chance of you losing. So my investment plan will go from doing a nice curve upwards like this, a nice steady growth. It will start going up a bit, down a bit, up a bit, down a bit, up a bit, down a bit, board, up a bit, down a bit, up a bit. Do you see what I mean? If you're listening to this, by the way, on the podcast, then you probably can't see what I'm doing. What I'm saying is if you think of a standard 
uh, compounding chart or a graph, then you'll see a nice curved line going up and getting faster and faster and faster. If you then start risking that money, you'll see that curve turn into a jagged, it goes up a bit, it goes down a bit, it goes up a bit, it goes down a bit, because sometimes you lose on the high risk ones and sometimes you win. But that's why I set three year, five year and 10 year strategies and plans for my clients. And I only really focus on the safe, secure, reliable, profitable properties, because that's how I see the top investors in the world invest. There's a reason why the top property investors in the world don't get into things like rent to rent, rent to service accommodation. It depends where you want to be. If you want to just try and make a quick buck and, and, and leave, then great. If you're trying to build financial freedom and security and wealth for your family, then rent to rent is probably not the way to go. Now, look, I might talk about serviced accommodation because definitely I've started exploring that very recently. Um, and I also do believe that some people are making good money from rent to rent and rent to service accommodation, and HMO and all of those things. But you've got to have the right training. You've got to have the right experience. and You've definitely got to have the right people with you. You should not be doing this yourself. You shouldn't be doing it all on your own. You should have a good agent. If you've got service accommodation, you've got to have a good managing agent. You've got to have the right cleaners and contractors in place. You've got to have enough linen. You've got to have someone to replace the linen and clean it and so on and so on. And like I say, I'm only just starting to do these things now. And that's only because... If I'm honest, I'm quite addicted to building a solid base of property first. I, I started off by saying, oh, no, I'm not going to risk my money too much. I'm just going to build a nice, safe, reliable, secure, profitable portfolio. And then I'll go after the big stuff. But I got addicted to that. Every time I went to see a property, I thought, yeah, I could invest in this and I might make 30% profit. But on the buy to lets that I'm getting at the moment, I'm making 20% but they're much more reliable. And that's what I'd kind of say. Yeah, I could make an extra 10% profit, but I'd much rather be more guaranteed to make 20% profit. And it's all that's what my masterclass is about. You've heard me talk about my buy-to-let masterclass. It's all about building that portfolio of safe and reliable, profitable property portfolios. Building that is more important than making a little bit more money now. There's always risk. Of course, the risk, we're investing. We're investors. That's what we do. We risk money. But it's how much risk do you want to take? The top property investors only risk a little bit. And it's not just about the money. It's not just about investing your money to get money back. And that's the point. That's why there are three R's with a good buy-to-let property. The return the risk, the reliability. The return is the investment you're going to make, the actual, it's going to take the actual return on the investment. How much cash are you going to put in? How much cash are you going to get out? And remember the accounts rule. It's not just about how much is in my bank. It's how much is the investment worth? How much is it generating? If I invest £50,000 in this property, but I generate £20,000, say £25,000 in growth in value in a year, well, I've made 
just in appreciation. It doesn't matter that it's not in my account. It's in my other account, which is my property. And it also doesn't matter if I'm making uh, 200 pounds or let's just say 500 pounds profit per month. Now, that's more cash in my bank account. It's coming from my property account into my bank account. It's all mine. It's all my money. It doesn't matter where it is. It's all my money. So that's what you should always take into account when you're calculating the return. That's the first R. And you've got to work out what cash do I need to put in and what cash am I going to get out? If you refinance that property in two years, that's cash. There you go. Take it out, reinvest it, bam, repeat. You've always got to know your true yield. You've always got to know your cash yield. Your true yield is the accumulation of your appreciation and your cash. Your cash yield is direct cash for cash. What cash do I put in? What cash do I get out? That's that's it. That's cash yield here. Let's put that there. True yield is all about the actual yield. You might put 50 grand of cash in, and after the first year, you've made 20 grand of, of growth in value, and you've made five grand in cash profit. That's 25 grand return on your investment. True yield. Take that. I'll take that every day. Anyway, so... Um, so yeah, what we're talking about now is the three R's and that's that's the return, the first R, return. Risk, the second R, worst case scenario, put a number on it. For an example, if you've got to evict a tenant, how much is that actually going to cost you? I think a lot of the time we get scared of that. As investors, we, we think about, oh, what if the tenant doesn't pay rent? That's a big fear for a lot of landlords. Has anybody, by the way, experienced a tenant not paying rent? and had to go through the eviction process. Comment below if you have. I really want to know how many people have had to deal with, not necessarily a bad tenant, they might be good people that can't pay the rent, but has anyone had to experience a tenant not paying rent? Let me know in the comments below. But you're really interested to see if people have or haven't. Anyway, but you've got to put a number on that. How much is it actually going to cost you if a tenant doesn't pay the rent? Well, you'd, of course, have to evict them. And that could take, say, six months for the tenant to be evicted and for you to get the property back. So what is six months worth of expenses on that property? Well, let's say the total expenditure with your mortgage, your insurance, your management is going to cost you 500 quid a month. Well, there you go. It's going to cost you three grand. But the beauty of that risk which is where the tenant's not paying rent, is that most of the time you can claim that money back. So it's a three grand risk, yes, in the worst case scenario. So as long as you've got three grand put aside for that eventuality or that instance, then great, you're covered. Your boiler, your boiler would cost, you know, if you just need a new boiler, it's going to cost you 800 quid. If you need a completely complete replacement, that might be 1,500 quid. But what I'm trying to tell you is work out what is the worst case scenario and how much would that cost? That's not so scary. That's risk. You're just working out what is my risk here? What happens if the property market crashes? What happens if there's an empty property for a couple of months because no one wants to rent it? What is that risk and what is that number that that risk represents? Always put a number on it. And the third R, reliability. 
You've got to make sure your property is not dependent on you. And you do that by systems. You do that by processes. You delegate. You automate. The mentality around the third R there about the reliability side of your investment is to try and not get involved. Everything you do must not depend on you. Everything you do must not depend on you. I quite like that. That's a jingle. Um, but yeah, and think of it like this. Some months you might make more profit. Some months you might make less profit. Same as any other investment. You very rarely in any investment make the same amount of profit month in, month out, month in, month out. That doesn't happen in any other investment. So you might have to get a gas safety certificate. You might have to get something fixed. You might have to have a repair job or some sort of maintenance job, and that might be deducted from your rent. Don't dive into it and start spending your time and your energy and getting stressed about it and getting irritated about it and getting angry because you think it's somebody else's fault. Don't worry about that. Just accept this month I didn't make as much profit. Next month, I hope I make more. Simple as that. It's all a return on investment. A quick calculation, by the way, on maintenance, because I know a lot of people will are really reluctant to pay out for maintenance jobs and repair jobs. But if you allocate 8% of your rent for investments and repairs and compliance, then you should be covered. 8% should be covered, unless something worse happens, of course. And then if at the end of the year, you haven't used all of that 8%, bonus. But if you just allocate 8% of your rent for that, then you should be covered. But the rule with reliability and creating a reliable investment is that it doesn't rely on you, but you can rely on it. Simple as that. Don't get involved. Everything you think of, who can do that for me? And it doesn't just mean software or technology. It means people, suppliers, contractors, service providers, facilities, processes, managing agents, all people that could look after part of your property investment should create reliability in your investment for you. Don't spend your time on it. Don't spend your energy on it. Don't sacrifice time and energy or mental health just to try and make a bit of extra money, just to try and save 20 quid on a, on a gas safety quote or whatever. There's no need for that. I promise you this, when you reach the end of your time on this earth, you will not look back on life and wish you'd have worked more. You will not look back on your life and worry that you didn't negotiate that repair job on your property two years ago. You will only wish that you had more time to spend with your children, your mum, your dad, your family, your wife, your husband, yourself. That's all you'll wish for. So don't sacrifice your time and energy right now just to try and make a bit more profit. Don't do that. You will regret it, I promise you. And if you don't, then you're weird. Um, and every time you invest, invest with that 3R mentality. The reliability. Every time you invest, you're not investing so that you can, you're not buying something in order to take up more of your time. That's not why we invest. We invest to make money. We invest to grow our wealth, to provide for our children. It's the sole reason 
I invest. I get a buzz out of it by investing my money and not having anything to do with it because I invest with the three R's. And if you can do that, think of the lesson you're teaching your children if you've got children. The lesson you're teaching your children is to invest well. You would never teach your children to invest in property and then take it all on themselves. You wouldn't do that. You would try and, I hope anyway, you would teach your children to invest wisely. Invest your money in something that's going to grow in value and provide you with financial security, financial uh, income, profit. That's what you'll teach them. So don't do anything different yourself. And sorry for the rant, but obviously I've got a chain of letting agents in and around Portsmouth and I deal with, or used to deal with, my team do now, but deal with a lot of landlords that do the opposite of that. There are so many landlords that buy an investment property or have an investment property and then spend all their time arguing, haggling, getting stressed and irritated and doing everything themselves. I speak to so many landlords that do that. And I just think it's the wrong way to invest. Certainly now with all the legislation that's coming, it's going to go crazy, Mr. and Mrs. Landlord. I promise you it's going to go crazy. You're going to have to have qualifications, training, more experience, licenses. It's going to go a bit mad. But look, that's what I'm here for. So what have I got? 36 minutes. Oh, I'll try to get this below 30 minutes, but you know me. Anyway, just to recap very quickly, as you know, I said right at the beginning, this had no structure. I just threw a ton of notes into this episode um, just to try and get all this information out of my head and onto your notepads, hopefully. A um, couple of things to remember. First of all, I have not yet released the details of my Buy to Let Masterclass. I don't normally do training but I'm doing this as a once-off for now. I might do them again in the future. But if you want to sign up for my Buy to Let Masterclass, this is all the things that I've done, all the things that my top clients have done, and all the things the top property investors in the country do when it comes to building a secure, reliable, safe, profitable Buy to Let portfolio. And it's the whole thing finding them, buying them, managing them, making them profitable, reinvesting, all of it. It's it's all in there. There's tons, tons of stuff. Um, it's not a get-rich-quick scheme. So if you're looking for money quick because you need money, then this isn't for you. It's not a, it's not a, um, a masterclass which is going to teach you how to um, build a portfolio with no money down. There's none of that. If you've got some cash and you want to invest and you want to build your wealth and build your future for your families, this this is the one for you. So if you want to pre-register for that, I am allowing some pre-registration. You can either comment below and then I'll, me or my team will fire you a, um, a DM or an email. Or you can email me. It's tom at pinkstreet.co.uk. Tom at pinkstreet.co.uk. Or you can message me through my Facebook page. Just find at Tom Sone Official. Or you can message me on TikTok, same name, um, LinkedIn, anything. Either way, if you want to pre-register 
for the buy to let masterclass, then do it. Definitely do it. I don't know how many people I'm going to have on it just yet. Um, but if I fill up, then I'll do another one. I've no doubt. But I'm also going to do a flip to let masterclass after the buy to let masterclass. Um, so there you go. Pre-register for that. And lastly, I should definitely say that my property broker is very popular at the moment. There seems to be a load of property investors that want good off-market buy-to-lets and flip-to-lets. Um, so if you want to join that list of investors, then do it. Same contact information. All you need to do is just let me know that you are uh, that you would like to invest in off-market, below-market value, flips, flip-to-lets, buy-to-lets, all that sort of stuff. I'm actually doing more buy-to-lets than flip-to-lets at the moment. So um, if that's the sort of thing you're looking for, then let me know and I'll connect you up with the right sourcing agents, with the right estate agents that are doing those sorts of property investment deals. Um, let me know on that. So look, hopefully all that works. If you've got a property you're looking at now, calculate the return, the risk, the reliability. Calculate those things and don't compromise on them. Don't chase the high risk ones. Yes, you might be able to make more profit, but normally that comes with more risk. It's not all about the money. And remember, if you see deal of the decade, the deals of the decade only come around once a decade. <laughs> so buy a workhorse, make a profit and enjoy your property investment journey. And hopefully I will speak to you all soon. Take care. Oh, Gary's signed up. Yep. Nice one, Gary. I'll fire you a message, mate, and uh, we'll get you pre-registered. Nice one, everyone. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you for joining me. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. But before you go to the next episode, I really want to hear from you. Just search Tom Sohn on any social media or just email me tom at pinkstreet.co.uk. I'd love to know your thoughts on this episode. And if you need any help with your own situation, just get in touch. I'll answer every email and every message I promise. Anyway, see you in the next podcast. And remember, being a landlord is hard. Being an anonymous landlord is easy. Invest, enjoy, repeat and grow.